This is not the best sex you ever had, but it's just as good. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the OMR Show. Preach. And we are here inviting you to think while it's still legal, waking up the people one nudge at a time. Real people. Real talk. Real, real life. life. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen... Let me scoot. Let's scoot our chairs up real quick. Sit my tea real quick. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this show, <laughs> women are the responsibility of men. Let's argue. But before we get into that, big ups. Big ups. Our gratitude segment. I want to start out with our very special guest. I want to start out with our very special guest. Please tell us who you are, what you do. My name is Shanae Milton. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Moved Shout to LA. Ohio in the house. Moved to LA July 2017 to do acting and plus size modeling out in LA. And I am also a certified Zumba instructor going on seven years now at this Zumba. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So Zumba. So what is Zumba like specifically? Zumba is a workout based on Latin culture. Um, the main basic four is merengue, salsa, bachata, and cumbia. We add um, other things like samba into it, and um, it's a dance workout. It's like a so, big party. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's really dope. about toning the body. Um, we have other. Um, Segments that we dive into, like Zumba toning, which you incorporate weights into your workout, into your dance, which I'm certified with that as well. And Zumba steps, so you use a step along with dancing. And um, you know, we just have a lot of different platforms, but it's basically surrounded all about around Latin dancing as a form of a workout for toning the body. Dope, man. So that's real dope. I'm actually thinking about um, becoming certified to do it myself, so... Uh, it's for everybody. It really changed a lot of lives. People it lose does. weight. It's like a great stress reliever. And so wait, dude's got them dancing. Dude's going to Zumba. No, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see serious. what them rotations looking like, bro. Yeah, I've heard that was real, real nice. Oh, Schnapsky. Real, real nice, people bro. love <laughs> male Zumba instructors. They probably have I'm more people it. in their classes than females. I mean, ain't nothing like the gyration of some hips. Just think, people, just think. The first DJ slash bartender slash Zumba instructor. I'm getting things popping. I'm getting things popping 2020, or we're supposed to. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to just say, actually, no, before I go there, Big Ups is our gratitude segment. Mm-hmm. So, what are you grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for, let's see, honestly, for having people that love me and support me, especially at a time like this. Uh, during with the whole COVID thing, I lost all my jobs. All my sources of income have come to a halt. And yet, I still be able to make ends meet between my family, my friends, uh, supporting me. So, I'm definitely grateful for my loved ones. See, that's what I'm talking about. I think I think that should just kind of sum up the gratitude that I feel right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always grateful for my team. I say it all the time. But it's true. You know, like getting out there and um, doing something for other people being the voice for other people, serving the people. It's not easy all the time, Mm -mm. but it's like, it's a calling. 
Yeah. You know, so I just feel very, very grateful for the people who have supported me, who are supporting me. Mm-hmm. It's like I times like this when you realize who your real supporters are. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. in, time, in times of and crisis friends. and need is when you really find out who's really there for you and, and who's really not. So I think this whole COVID thing is teaching us not only financial things, because we can't go out and spend unnecessary things, but we also... It's showing us who are really a part of our lives and who really actually care about you and, you know, who's there for you. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I'll go. Um, I'm grateful. I say it every time, but uh, just to be here with the quarantine going on, um, I feel like me personally, uh, I like it just because it's given me the opportunity to just really sit down and be creative. Like every day is like a new creative journey. So it's kind of exciting in that aspect. Um, and then just, you know, after going through the week and you're still obviously having to take care of responsibilities that you still have, you know, just as an adult, you get to come here and we get to just kind of have some nice open conversation about, um, different topics that are going on. Like today is really good topic that I'm excited to talk about with y'all is, um, women being the responsibility of men. Like if someone said that to me, well, when you said it to me before the show, I was like, Huh? That's kind of a, you know, like people going to be like, what do you mean? Like, but we're going to get into it. So I'm just excited, man. Grateful to be here. Last but not least at all. Deuce. Who, me? DJ you know Deuce. About, you know I'm about to be long-winded. On the ones and twos. I'm about to be long-winded as fuck. Long-winded in 30 seconds, you know? I hope. Oh, shit. Okay, so, <laughs> that's so I'm thankful for the, 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 the ability to be, to, to pretty much, and that's why I fuck with my man, uh, Trey Money touched on it the uh, the ability to be tenacious like to have a tenacity to embark on new journeys and try something new for yourself like me for instance like I just embarked on a producing aspect and I'm really proud that I, I did I mean I taught myself DJing so why not but the, the ability to, to not be scared to try something different like this is the time to the, the time that we had to ourselves to do so, so why not utilize that? So the fact that I'm able able to find new things within myself and not just let this situation drag me down. That's what I'm thankful for. And that comes with having the people around you to facilitate that. So uh, shout out to Shanae. That's um, my homegirl, my roommate. What so. else? We're going to all that. We're going to all that later on. We're going to all that I later on. I felt the romance for a second. She's, she's, she's a one of, a, of many hats. I'm saying, that, you know that, that uh, say for now. You know that scene on um on uh, Little Mermaid when they're like on the boat She's one of my. Uh, mom, mom. I, I will late. say, okay, she's one of my executive queens. Hey, that's okay. I got a lot of head queens. She's one of them. She's one of them. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She said, that's right. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, normally, we go in and we talk about the news and all that good stuff that's popping, but let's be real. Corona-19 is taking over everything. It's like a baby. And I ain't, I ain't even trying to talk about none of it. So, oh, yeah. instead, I propose a quick game of Ten Fingers, mm-hmm. but as it relates to relationships. You guys know how to play that game, right? No, you gotta enlighten me. She okay. came on a wrong day. I told you this shit. <laughs> okay, so she surprised me with the title today, y'all. I said, "Oh, I got yes." That. Okay, so and everybody watching or listening, 
you know, hold up your ten fingers. We're going to go around and we're going to each say uh, something that we haven't done mm-hmm. in, in a relationship specifically. Mm-hmm. And if you've done it, put the finger down. So The last person standing... Wins. My question to you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when did you decide that you wanted to play this game? <laughs> Two seconds ago. This is fucked up. It's all I want y'all to know Queen ain't shit. Two seconds ago. Ain't nothing wrong with a little spot today, alright? So, uh, we're going to go on a, on, a, on a tiny, tiny break while they get their braids together. And uh, we're going to come back with the relationship version of Ten Fingers or I Have Never. We'll be right back. Oh, Marshall, baby.
All right, all right, all right. This is Queen X with DJ Dukes. What's going down? What's and good? DJ Trey Money. Westside Money. And big. this is the OMR Show. Preach. And we are playing a whole new game. I call it Ten Fingers from Ten High fingers. School, but it's it's it also trap. called trap. I Have Never. Never have I okay. ever. Okay, never have I ever, yeah, you know, so it's many, know many it. different names, many different names, okay. So, um, we also have another special guest with us. Can you give them your Instagram? for Shanae Monique, C-H-E-N-A-I-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. That's right, Shanae, we got a special guest with us, and I kind of turned the tables on everybody by surprising them with this cool new game. So, because we're talking about how... Sure <laughs> Women are the responsibility of men. Like, that's just it. Period. Argue. Psych. We don't have time for that. No, I'm just kidding. No, we are going to argue. We are going to debate. We're going to talk about it. But before we do that, we are going to experience how we actually are in relationships by playing this game. So, 10 fingers up. And if you're listening, go ahead and do it because I know you're going to lose really, really quick. <laughs> and I think Shanae should start. Oh, okay. Um, and never have I ever lived with my significant other. I have not. That's cheating. <laughs> that's too easy. Okay, that's go ahead, Trey. Oh, wait, no, wait. Uh, We're not together. Oh, that's never, never have I ever been on a cruise with my significant other. This. No, <clears throat> With, never oh, have you my, ever? Oh, never have I ever. Uh, I'm just getting to it. Have I <laughs> eat some ass? Somebody had to say it. it. <laughs> I knew it was going to get there eventually, goddamn it. <laughs> You're supposed to say things that you haven't done. Oh, oh well, <laughs> we still got 10 fingers on here. I want to make it interesting. <laughs> hey, you see, I got nine fingers. I, <laughs> I want to make it interesting. Objective is to win. You're supposed to have them both fingers, not throwing yourself under the bus. He want to know the dirt. Right. See, he want to know the dirt. Me and Charlie got each other like, whoop. Like, you can give yourself one last finger. I'm trying to make shit interesting. God damn it. He want to know the dirt. He want to know the dirt. Meaning Queen X still standing tall. Right. Right. And Sinead, hold on. I didn't do it. I may have received. I got done. I didn't do it. Okay, oh, oh. <laughs> Anyways, well, let's reel that in. <clears throat> go ahead, Queen. Do I need to go ahead. Um, I like my knife figures, just by the way. <laughs> That's what go she ahead, said. <laughs> exactly. I'm a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, never have I ever been a carpet muncher. Oh. Oh, yeah, nah. Oh, see, I told you. Did I open up the You gates? ain't never hit the box. Oh no, not like that. What? How, bro? Like, hey, it's always been prepared. He said he did. My man, everybody got a question. It's always man. been like. So you've always had three. It's always been like, premium. Wait, what are you talking about? What are you mean? Like, <laughs> Never mind. How many fingers I got, Queen? You should. I'm confused at the question. Now. I'm confused at the question. I'm trying to mask it for I'm, the PG-13 audience. I'm just opening up the door. <laughs> That's, if it's what I'm thinking, oral, right? It's cunnilingus. Cunnilingus, eating. Oh no, yeah, I mean, you Vagina. know, everybody's done that. You okay, well, not a finger down. <laughs> All right, good. 
today? Um, never have I ever. Dang, I just had it too. Yeah, never have it. I ever sucked toes. You don't have to stay in a sexual room. I'm in there. I'm in there. Didn't do it. <laughs> I, see, I haven't gone that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, some, I, I have a thing bro. with feet. Like I just feel like they just they the first thing to hit the flow every right. day of your, life. Shit, <laughs> of your life. Of your life. I know. So you put a foot in your mouth. You got Rona. How many? Like, that's you got Rona. <laughs> Can we not? Can we stop? Right, I'm right. talking about feet. <laughs> so if you can feet, you should really reevaluate your, 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 you know. They're not. They're not. It's okay. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Never it's a have question. I ever. Um. Never have I ever surprised my significant other at work. Just saying, baby boy. We ain't doing that. <laughs> I put my finger there because I did it. I can't think of anything. But what if... It could be anything like a surprise lunch or some food. Okay, babe, come on. Man, y'all gonna make the dark skin one look like a simp out here? No, no, it's just like we got the girls, you know, they visit us, you know. I'm like, hey, we going to lunch today, come on. I have full on surprise. I got the gift tag, co worker type. I was like, come here real quick so she didn't see me. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. I've done that. I would do something like that. But not like physically at day job. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of like you know, balloon what? surprise. Why not? Go ahead, dude. I'm not doing that. that. Yeah. Oh, I got eight fingers, by the way, yo. I, I got, got ten. Eight two. I got eight, two. I got eight, two. I got nine. I'm winning. <laughs> I'm getting two shit so far. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Never have I ever written a book. You it's about points. relationships. Oh shit! Right. Anyways, I have a book. <laughs> Hidden moments by Queen X. Google it. Woo. Okay. Okay. I try to cheat that. I try. She still got. It's about relationships. Okay, relationships. Not just sex. Never. Well, uh, sex is an essential part of yeah. relationships. So yeah, we're on the right path. Yes, you are. Again, before I was really interrupting people. Never have I ever. I know, it's so hard. <laughs> I'm going to get all of y'all. You are. <laughs> That's why I said something I did. I was like, maybe somebody can relate to it. <laughs> okay. That's because it's some real shit. Never have I ever... I wanted to get some real shit, but I forgot my train of thought. But it's going to get there, because we're going to get into it. Choo-choo. Never have I ever sat up here and told somebody... I was hungry, but didn't know what I wanted to eat. You know what? <laughs> I love that one. You know what? I love that one. We don't get into it. Shit. We don't we get into it. All right, fine. All right, fine. Really fine. Okay. Okay. But the cool part is, this is what comes next. Then they get mad at you. Well, I'm confused about all the questions. I put my finger up or down. <laughs> down. Down. Yes. No, no. You there has been times that you didn't know what you wanted to eat, but you were hungry. I'm hungry. I don't know what I want to eat. We back round two. Ding 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 ding. Okay, so it's more surprising if you guys didn't know. Me and Shanae at one point in time was very intimate and dated. She still is very important in my life, and I still respect her value. So anyway, so that's why the first few questions were a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> that's they're why trying we don't to, they're we trying to be honest, you know. Her, but you know, we're very happy roommates and shit works. <laughs> and we live together. Be a whole different segment, but trust me, it does. 
Um, ah. What you doing? All right, go ahead. Okay, well, yeah. So, no, I've always... I, no, you you would ask me, do I want something? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to taste for it, but... If if that's the same thing. I don't know what I want. You know what? She wins this argument. No, let me finish. <laughs> I said, I don't both know what just I put your fingers down. I put mine down. I don't know what I have a taste for, but whatever you have a taste for, don't add, just get two. It's Isn't the same that the same thing? It's the same thing. It's the same thing because right? I'm not, not going to oppose as it. As a boyfriend, she bring up, oh, let's get as a boyfriend, down. that's what okay, she's about to tell me. She go, I'm she gonna be like, I'm she gonna be like, I'm hungry. I'm like, which one to eat? Whatever she'll you want. I don't know. She said, just name three things that you want to eat, and I'll see if I want to eat that. Same. Okay, so this is the same thing. So you telling me this is the same thing as this. Uh, what you want to eat? Um, I don't know. Whatever you want to eat. Are right, we going to McDonald's? No, I don't want to eat McDonald's. You just said whatever I want. Okay, but that's not what you said. That's thing. naming something. You just said the oh, question was never have her not known what I wanted to eat. It's been times that you literally say, said, I don't know. Well, what do you want to eat? I don't know what I have a taste what for. That's the same thing as not knowing. Listen, listen, dude, you lost that argument. All right, bro, put a finger down. I go to seven for the second movie. Round two, not one by deuce. All right, um, right, let me see. Never have I ever participated in a swingers club. Oh. I ain't that nasty. See, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to put my phone. I'm like, see, I'm going to this one. Other nasty thing I haven't done. I like to be invited. I mean, if the circumstances are, are right. So you put it down if you never did it. Right? If you did. Yeah, if you have done it. If you have done it. Yeah, if you have done it, shit. Yeah, I ain't do that. I never have I ever had a threesome with my significant other and somebody else. No, didn't do that. Didn't do that. That was very specific. Go ahead. I was never. Never. Never have I ever. Let's see what's good. It's hard when you're thinking about relationships. Like you gonna do never ever in general. Y'all trying to ask safe questions. I'm gonna get down to it. I'm gonna fuck. Never have I okay. Never have I ever called my significant other more than ten times in a day. Hmm. No, I don't think I'm that obsessive. Calling or contacting, like calling, texting, even if you miss the call, call, just call it. Verbal call, verbal shit. All right, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Okay, so never have I ever told somebody that, hey, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, but obviously something's fucking wrong. You I've done petty. That. That, first of all, that's a lie. It's called lying. <laughs> I've done that, but <laughs> not in relationships. In somebody's face. You I've done that, but not in relationships. Uh, it's more so like, no, I'm good. Don't just... The more you press, did the worse it's going to be. I did put a finger down. Thank you very much. It's because yes. I don't be wanting to talk it. about I it right now. I think this is more of a battle of the sexes no, kind no. of thing. Like, why are you trying to come for me? Because okay. niggas do it too. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Did you put your finger right, down for that? Yeah. Exactly. So, Queen got her finger down. I got my finger down. no bias shit. All right. I'm at seven. And I put my finger down. I'm at six. Go ahead, Queen. I'm at seven. I'm at six. I do that shit too. Thank you. Sometimes. Not mm-hmm. as much, though, as the other people. Like. <laughs> um, never have I ever... Uh, I'm trying to see. Like, how can I say this? Oh, you guys are hypocrites, by the way. Uh, your face. <laughs> Liars. Anyway. Liars. <laughs> um, okay. Let me see. Um... 
Never. Oh, wait, no, I can't say that. You can. Facts. No, I, I mean, I, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I By go, accident. I want to go out of my hand. Never have I ever... Um, uh, had sex in a parent's house. <laughs> yes, I got one. That's I got good. one. That's good. That's good. Right? What do you mean? I'm at six. That's all y'all need to know. I'm at six. I'm at six. I mean, if you're adventurous, everybody should at least deface their parents' house. I mean, deflower their parents' different. Deflower their parents' house. Deflower. Deflower. Yeah. Go ahead. That's on her. Oh, sure, sure. Damn. Um, How many fingers you got up tonight? Six. Mm. I got six. Still more than you. Let's see if we can wrap this up in eight minutes. Let's do this. Um, That's why I like challenges. Never have I ever grilled my significant other's private areas. Did you say grill? Groom it. Oh, I'm like, who grills with their like shave and cut their private area for them? I've had yeah. it done to do me, that. but I've never done someone else's. I ain't do that. That's do that's that. personal. You handle that, bro. You handle that, bro. <laughs> I don't want to be held accountable for shit like that. I, mean, I like. It. I tried to get him to do it before like it. he was and like, because I, I don't trust people in that region either. So shit's hell. Right. Yeah. You might have. <laughs> you might just fucking snap that day. Got a vasectomy and shit now. <laughs> snip, snip. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Trey. Yeah, no. All right, it's a good one. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever went more than two days without having sex with my significant other. Oh, well. Look here, you buster. How old are you again? Right. Oh, nigga, what till you 30? <laughs> That's a that's a that's a regular ass work week. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, Deuce, that was that was illegitimate. I felt like you just had an illegitimate child. Like, why would you do that? Why would you bring that to the table? <laughs> Good, Deuce. I don't want him to have false truths about the future. It is yeah. regular, and it needs to stay. It's okay regular. to be optimistic. It's okay. It just needs to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can have that in your relationship, days. that's fucking, that's amazing. If you can just be horny for your, that's why I say sex is a, a big part of relationships because you can be horny for your significant others and longevity. That shit is amazing. You're going to be 65 to my ass. I, <laughs> I think it's a different take on it though. Like, are you with this person every single day? Like, if you live yeah, together? Nah, yeah, I, well, I, I, I guess like it's like, all situational. Even yeah. though you don't not do this often, that the question still, still stands though. It's all situational, of course. So if you're not in the, you have the circumstances for that to occur, then it doesn't apply to you. But if you are in a situation where it can occur, and it does. Basically, he's trying to make us lose. Right. <laughs> all right, go ahead, dude. <laughs> I didn't feel, okay, I will go on record and say that I didn't figure Trey out. Trey Trigger likes Trey. to expose non wholesome people. On the radio show. That's not true. That is very Listen true. to the monogamy that episode. That is very true. I'm not just playing. Four fingers. Not true. <laughs> this ain't the first time he didn't expose me talking about, oh, no, nigga. You the devil. Get poly- polygamy. I ain't say that. Trey Wholesome. I just stood up. Trey Wholesome. Hashtag. Trey Wholesome. Trey Hove. All right, go that's, ahead, dude. I like that. You running out of time. Wholesome radio. I'm a sexual nasty. I'm, I'm trying to see if we can get dudes down to zero in you, the next five minutes. Will. Oh, you so probably will. Just say anything at this point. Anything. 
I'm, 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 I'm hanging on by three at this point. Okay, so I never. I got six. I got six. What other six controversial four. shit can I exploit right now? You little cheating. <laughs> I have never been the only person in this world to understand why they will get on your ass about the house being dirty, but their car would look like Toto and other shit. Wait, Hurricane what? Katrina didn't hit that motherfucker. I'm confused. So you're saying their house would be clean, but their car look like ass? No, I'm, I got OCD, so I'm, my fingers still stand. So. Why the fuck is all your questions geared towards me? I just <laughs> like every question he asks. <laughs> It's oh throwing shade at me. No, I just want to see it. He got a whole palm tree just stretched I mean, I over. Okay, so if, if it's not apparent, I'm, I'm taking this time to try to see if I'm crazy or not. It's, you are crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me Go see. ahead, Queen. Um, okay. I got one. Never have I ever Yeah. Okay. No, can't say that. Never have I ever um, hit it from the back. Man, oh, what the that's... hell? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't limit the time. But Low shit, blow. That is something that's more challenging. That's so like a story requirement. Shit, that's one of the first things you do when you start having sex. Right. But so why? Especially if you don't like them like you gotta, that. You gotta connect. You see dogs doing it. They just do it so freely. Like, damn, I want to try that one day. I want to know what that feels like. I forgot who I was talking to. Go ahead. <laughs> right. so, well, I'm from here. So you already know. I'm from, from the sexual universe. Uh, <laughs> never. I'm at five, like I said. I got three fingers left, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn terrible. I promise you I'm a whole new person. I'm a saint. Nope, did that. Just reform. You know, I was like, check, check, check. Never have I ever... Nope, I did. Um... (laughs) Okay, never have I ever... Because I wasn't with my significant other. Never have I ever had sex on the beach. Okay, what defines like on the beach, like bro, sand, sand like, beach, mm-hmm. near the beach? I was for sure like technically at the beach, but like where? Well, they put your it finger counts. down? That's count. That's count. Yeah, right. you know, like, walk the pier, nigga. That's right. The beach. At the beach, though. Listening to the waves, you know, at right. the beach. Yeah, yeah taking it that breeze. It was yeah, hot back there. Go ahead, Trey. All right, never have I ever. Asked someone out on a date and then didn't pay. Mm. No. No. <laughs> like the intentions of not paying? No, nah, like, I know people who do that. Though. Mistakes, like, like mistakes. with people who are they, they're currently with. Like, mm-hmm. one dude told me, he was like, my girl just asked me, like, what I want us to do and she's gonna pay for it. Oh. But he is, initiates the but he already goes in with a mindset. Yeah, like he knows shit. he about to pick the activity, uh, but he not for the pay for it. Damn, see, yeah, no, I never. I ain't that. never did. Like, that's some oh, yeah, shit. I don't know about all that. That's some sucker shit. I don't know if they like alternate, but like from my understanding, that's nah, what was happening. Shit, and I was low key like 
I didn't agree I ain't with it like that. I gotta be conscious. Damn. I had this girl. I had this girl I took out, and she would not like not let me pay oh. for it. Like I had that happen to me. Like she was like, no. Like I was like, I don't. Damn. I don't want that. I was just you feel me. See, so you probably would have lost some fingers if you put it the question in different. Way. He wasn't trying to win, so let's just keep going. Oh, okay. Let's just keep going. How many fingers you got? Okay, I got three fingers. I got five. I got seven. And it's not targeted at you specifically because it's I gonna be targeted at me. Especially the last three questions. But mm-hmm. anyway, this is a general question because I really want to know. Mm-hmm. I have never agreed to go out on a date with the intentions of not even liking that person, but just wanted to eat. I don't do that. I got put a finger down. <laughs> you did that. I for so did. How you doing? But this is the thing. Actually, you know what? No, I put one down. <laughs> this is the thing. I put one. Down. I got two, y'all. I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Oh my god! You know, you hung out with yourself into time. a hole. So then she was like, "We should hang out." And I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, "All right, you know, cool." Then we went out, and then just she just confirmed why I was wasn't fucked with it the first time. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, mine is. Never have I ever been proposed to or engaged. Uh, nope. I still got really? two. I would have thought you. I've gone. Put one we've down. gone ring shopping and we made my ring and put a deposit on it, but I've never actually had. Got not like the proposal. The, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a mind girl right there. Um, let's see. She's not talking about me. No, not. Him. No, I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, never have I ever bought my significant other a pair of shoes. Man. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> I bought a pair of shoes from him because that's where he worked. <laughs> So I never bought him. I never bought him other shoes. things, but never a pair of shoes. Man. No. Go ahead, Chase. Never have I ever. Agreed to go to a restaurant I didn't like with my significant other. Oh. I'm down to one finger. <laughs> we have not. I'm, well, have Round five, well, initiation. Well, not necessarily just us. I've agreed to go to certain places for the sake of you being hyped about something and me not necessarily having an appetite for it. Yeah, because I didn't want to be like, oh, this nigga just literally never. Yeah, I think I've done that before. Like, so, okay, so, yeah. so I'm at two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you I feel like everybody does it. In a relationship, you know, you got to compromise. So that's all as well. Shit. How many things you got? Six. I got one left. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think your pinky Brittany just be pimping, y'all. I put that out there. What do you y'all. mean? Now she's she lying. Now she acting like she don't know what I'm talking about. I don't be pimping. I don't have Is no hoes. Is she pimping or she lying? I don't have no hoes. She ain't lying to me. I don't lie, baby. Unless it's in my bed. Did you go? Is it my turn? It's turn. Okay, go ahead, dude. He down to one finger. I got one finger left. So I'm going to keep it. I still got seven. I have never given given a person a time limit on dating to get the panties or to get the to get the sex. I will say these are wholesome, needed conversation pieces. Um, I got three fingers too. 
Still got seven. <laughs> so essentially, I've never put somebody on a time limit to have sex, even though I know I wanted to have sex with them the first day. Actually, I can put one down. I think I'll put anybody on a time limit. I can put a finger down, actually. They do. Like you're like, Why are you whispering like we can hear you? We can hear you! They gotta they gotta see not the, the first link of, up. If they mess with you, they can That's what I'm saying. Uh, if it's not the night of, it's a time limit. I don't care what y'all say. Oh my gosh. Fine. You down to one? Yes, because he threw that shade at me. I'm again. at three. No, it wasn't at you. It oh. wasn't at you. Alright, let me see. Oh, you know about the day we go ahead, go ahead, went queen. to Mexican. Alright, let me see. We gotta get both of them. We gotta get both of them in one swoop. The lights can wow. out. So we can end this. So we can end this. <laughs> wow. oh, so y'all are dirty. <laughs> y'all like the loser. I'm trying to win. I got three. <laughs> Bro, I got three. Nah, alright, alright. He's trying to roll with the winners. Damn, that's, that's, that's I'm trying to get in there. All I right, thought it was um, voice for life. Trying to clear my attack. No, I had you. Um, up, never have I ever. I'm ahead. I don't want to do a low blow. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna play good. I'm gonna play good. I'm gonna be a good sport. Oh, okay. All right. Never. Said the queen. I'm going. I have many facades. No. Uh, I knew it. Um, never have I ever um, never have I ever been cheated on. Well, me too. <laughs> Shit. Is 15 count? 15 years old? In life. Well, well I wouldn't count it on. Well, I don't. I mean, uh, like... Uh, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> hey. First place. Second place. Queen X with seven fingers. I take pride in my no hand having ass. Good game. Good game. Chucking up the juices to this game. Trey with his two fingers. That's all you need. <laughs> Anyways, this is the OMR show, y'all. We're having way too much fun over here um, playing uh, Never Have I Ever and all these other things. Ten Fingers Edition. Ten Fingers. I told y'all the first episode, it was a, it was an onion to, 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 to deuce. Yeah, and I told Anyways. y'all Queen X was a parfait. So, <laughs> um, we're going to go on a quick break, get some water, chill out. We'll be right back. This is the OMR show. I am Queen X. We got Trey Money. We got DJ Deuce. Yes, indeed. We will be right back. And shout out as well to our other host whose birthday it is. Amber Amber K. K. Happy birthday, Amber. Feliz cumpleaños, baby. That part. Uh, We'll be right back after these messages. All right, guys. We are back. I am Queen X for the OMR show. Great. I said I'm Queen X. At the OMR show. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm here with DJ Trey Money. DJ Deuce. Um, Amber Kay's birthday is today, so we gave her a day off. Amber. You know, yeah. so happy birthday. She's celebrating. She's celebrating. She celebrates. She COVID 19 celebration. For real. I mean, a birthday celebration during COVID 19 is difficult unless you live with 10 other people. And we live with him. That's a that's lit. Man, we was too we was too. We wasn't good enough to turn up with you, number. I mean, you know, 
That's for her to answer. I thought we were cool enough. <laughs> no, y'all good. Y'all real good. Y'all real good. Um, all right, so um, we're talking about today how women are the responsibility of men, which means men need to, you know, get up on that uh, responsibility and handle that. You know what I'm saying? And to help us figure out what that really means, um, I invited to the conversation uh, Jamal Mercer at Mercer Millions on Instagram. He's basically a jack of all trades. Uh, we got him uh, tuning in with us. He said something. Uh, he's always going live talking about literally everything, uh, mainly Forex. So if you're interested in that, you can um, DM him on Instagram at Mercer Millions, M-E-R-C-E-R Millions. Um, but he also talks about what matters to millennials and um, kind of like what we do at the OMR show. And so... Uh, the conversation that was had was with him and a friend, and he made a statement uh, similar to the title of our show, how, you know, uh, men should be taking responsibility uh, for women. And I was like, what? That's, that's pretty interesting how you put it. So do you mind just kind of recapping that conversation for us? Yeah, so I feel like uh, in general, um, well, I, I'll give you a background of the history of, like, my thought process. So I've always had uh, kind of, like, my issues with the disconnect between men and women in relationships and I've always just been lost on like why is it this big disconnect why do, why do we speak two different languages why we can't just unify and build and have happy healthy relationships and it always bothered me in my personal relationships as well and so a lot of times uh, just in my younger days or my younger level of consciousness I would uh, blame the female a lot I'd be like the female needs to do this and the female needs to do that female needs to present herself in a certain fashion a female needs to be submissive and a female 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 and i was very hardcore on what i felt like the woman should do and the woman should be in a relationship and my perspective was i felt like because i felt like i had everything i needed to have together as a man i was a, a leader a protector a provider i was uh, always on my purpose i was uh, ready to be a teacher ready to be a father i felt like i had a lot of characteristics as a man but generally speaking um, I made a shift uh, from putting the blame on a woman to putting more of the blame and accountability on a man. And I say that because at the end of the day, I can't control what a woman does, and I don't understand a woman's journey and a woman's plight and a woman's life and lifestyle. All I have is my perspective and what they tell me, which is very limited. But what I do have a lot of insight on is men and us and our journey and what we go through and how I can speak to men on holding us more accountable to be better men for the women. And I feel like mm -hmm. if men make more of a shift, I feel like we have a shift in our women. And one of the biggest things is being teachers. Uh, as a leader, you have to be a teacher. And I'm not saying like, it, it kind of goes into gender roles a little bit, but I'm not saying like men got to crack down on women. When men got to like rule everything and like be the boss all the time. I'm all about, you know, balance roles and women leading sometimes as well. And, you know, balancing things out. But as a man, most women look for men that are leaders. And in a leader, you find a good teacher. And just as an example, if a, a woman deals with a man and he's a good leader and a good teacher, he's going to lead and teach her on what he needs from his woman. So a lot of these dudes aren't leading and teaching these women in the right direction. They're basically shifting them to be not so great people and build not so great character. Like, I need my girl to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and from a woman's perspective, she's like, oh, well, my man want this. I want like, like, for example, I want my girl to dress like this. 
when you go outside, I want you to dress like this and not so flattering or enlightening or something that's going to uplift her. You know what I'm saying? But from a woman's perspective, she's going to listen to her man, even if he leads her in the wrong direction. So I can get on a woman's case and a woman's hair, like, why are you dressing like that? Like, you need to step your game up. Or I can address my men, my brothers, and be like, we need to be better leaders and teachers for these women so we can lead them in the right direction. And it's not 100% on us or 100% on y'all. I just feel like as men, if we keep each other more in check and more accountable, we can influence these women in a, a better way to get a different result in the relationship. I agree. Man, using your manliness to influence in a positive way. I mean, I like how that sounds, but I want to hear from the fellas. I mean, I agree. I agree that um, as men, we need to hold ourselves accountable. And I feel like, you know, as good men, if you know that you're a good man, it, it's, it's it's easier to blame the woman and not really take a step back and look at how you can hold yourself accountable or how you can be better um, so that you said so that you can make that shift. Um, this is Trey Money, by the way, talking right now. And um, as far as um, when I think about men are responsible for women, I think, um, you know, that's just what it is in the sense of as far as being leaders, we are protectors and providers. And I feel like as men, because we naturally have that within us, it's nothing wrong with going ahead and embracing that. But it's about how we we carry ourselves through that. And that's how we really get um, the respect of a woman. And then she's able to be submissive because she sees that in you. Um, but again, we have to hold ourselves accountable and we, women are there to hold us accountable just as much as, you know, we're supposed to hold ourselves accountable and we hold them accountable. It should all be reciprocated. Um, but at the end of the day, I think um, that you're, you're right in that, you know, as men, we have to hold ourselves accountable for us first before we start just pointing female uh, fingers at the females or at the ladies. So I mean, I would also like to play devil's advocate real quick because this is 2020. Right. right. So you got some women who are men and some men who are women. How does your th- your theory work when that's the case? Hmm. Well, what I want to speak, the only thing that I can speak on is the man that wants to be uh, an alpha, the man that wants to be a dominant man, the man that wants to stand in his masculine frame. Those are the only men that I'm addressing right now. There are men that have feminine uh character and characteristics but I, I don't relate with that man I don't understand that man that's a personality type that I don't get because it's not me so I'm just speaking to the men who want to step their stuff up as a in the frame of you know as alpha you know what I'm saying um, now I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with a man having feminine characteristics or emitting a lot of female energy you know what I'm saying that's all of all of this is cool you know what I'm saying you just got to understand uh, where you stand. I think where the confusion lies, I feel like where a lot of confusion lies is where you are a man, where you are a man that uh, emits a lot of feminine energy and a lot of feminine characteristics, but then you still try to play that alpha role. And now it's confusion in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because you want a girl to take care of you. You want a girl to do all of this manly or masculine caretaker things for you. But then you want to flip flip the switch and be like, oh, well, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. And now you're going back and forth between the, fact, the the feminine and masculine realm. And I believe that confuses females a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that can cause a lot of conflict in relationships. Like at the end of the day, figure out what you are and understand yourself. So when you do come to the relationship, you know what's up. Because even if you are playing more of the feminine roles, let's say you like uh, housekeeping. Let's say you want to take care of the kids and stay at home and allow your woman to work. Not even allow them like that work. I'm sorry, what, uh, can I cut you off? What, how, how does that define, how do those duties define itself being feminine roles per se? It's a, generic, think... it's a generic term of masculine and, and, and feminine roles, just so people can kind of understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, the, the the typical gender roles is like the man at work and the woman stay at home. Like, that's what I'm speaking of. Okay. So, I mean, but my, my question is when you say terms like that, I understand, I understand what you're saying as you just explained it. But when you use terms, like, are you necessarily believing in the, the traditional sense of roles? Like, do you believe that women have, they should, uh, well, a woman's role is to keep the house and have food made and nurture the children? I believe your role is whatever you make it. It's just, you gotta have an under, you have an under, have a, have, you have to have an understanding of self. If you are a female that is with, uh, you know, uh, working hard and bringing home the bacon and playing that role in a relationship, just mm -hmm. know if you find somebody that is that same type, y'all might butt heads. Mm-hmm. It might be a little more compatible for you to find someone that's like, okay, well, I like the fact that you work, and I'm okay with that, and I'm secure with that, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with playing this role in the relationship. So any role can be played any way, but you have to have an understanding of self to be able to display that to your partner so y'all can communicate and bond and figure out how y'all gonna ride out in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I think that's very well put because um, people get caught up in conversations about oh women aren't supposed to do this and men aren't supposed to do that and it's like regardless of your sex your gender sexuality color whatever you want to be identified as you have a role in every situation yeah. you are in in every relationship you are in you have a role in your relationship with money you have a role in your relationship with your job you know what i'm saying and it's how you play your part you know what i'm saying so if you have um a masculine energy and a feminine energy that doesn't necessarily mean that they work well together because they're opposites what i feel like um is more accurate is like you said that yin and that yang if you have Mm -hmm. somebody that's always the Mm go-getter and you try to marry a go-getter, it might cause some problems down the line because y'all both trying to, you know what I'm saying, like be that alpha when at some point you're going to have to be beta. And if you know how to navigate through that in your relationship, you should be fine. But Mm -hmm. most people don't, they don't do that. (laughs) I think, right, oh, okay. No, you good, you good. And I think, you know, as... As, as guys, like he's alluded to, um, the ones who who kind of want to be that alpha, um, if you're a, one of those guys who grew up playing sports, um, you were just big in sports and in, in team, then you know that, you know, on a team, you all have one goal, and that's to win the game or the series or whatever it is you're going to win. That's your, your goal is to win. And everybody has a role on the team, and when you play your role, the best of you to the best of your ability, then your team is successful. And I feel like um, it's just the same thing in relationships that, it, you know, you can apply that to relationships in the, in the sense that, um, 
you have accountability, um, responsibility, um, and it requires work for you to get better at what it is you do. Um, and, you know, if you kind of look at it like that and you can see in your partner how they can help you and how you can help them, then that's how that relationship thrives. Because you always have that communication there. Um, and at the same time, the respect is there and that uh, you being a leader, you being an alpha is not really looked at as, oh, I'm the boss or I'm this and that. It's more like, okay, I'm playing this role so that we can get here. So mm -hmm. that's just kind of where, you know, that, that's for men, as far as men holding each other accountable and us just, you know, being better men in relationships. I feel like that's just a good way to look at it. Um, just if you come from, you know, any type of athletics or, or just being in a team environment, period. So I want to hear from the other lady at the table. That's all. But I was just about to ask. I want to. I want to hear from the other lady because you you were saying you was looking like uh, let me marinate on what this this man is saying here, and and I just want to know what's your opinion. Um, my take on it is is kind of what he said is know what know what role you play or what you want to play, and know the type of person you are before you go into a relationship. If you know you are somebody that wants to be the dominant person that, oh, and this is Sinead talking, by the way. Um, if you are someone that, sh that knows that you want to be with a woman or have a woman at home that's solely going to sit here and take care of the kids and cook and clean and things like that, then that should be the type of woman that you go after. That should be something that up front when you meet someone, that is what you come to the table and say, this is what I'm looking for. Because a lot of times what I feel is that when people get in relationships, they try to make that person conform mm. to the person that they want that person to be and mm. it could be directly it could be indirectly but i think at the same time if you like for me example if i say okay i want to be a stay-at-home mom i don't want to work well then if you already know that that's what i want to do don't sit here and expect me to go out and get a job <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i think that and for me i'm small i have a million jobs i work a lot so another standpoint is that I'm very busy. If you want someone to sit in the house all day and you want someone that's going to cook, don't sit here and tell me that I can't work and you don't want me to work when that's the type of person I am. I'm a hustler. I'm a go-getter. Yeah. Like, that's who I am. So I also think it's like, just like you said, knowing what you want. Self-awareness. And what you... Knowing yourself. like you Exactly. Said. Knowing what you want, knowing who you are and what you expect from a person. And then when you meet that person, tell them exactly what you're looking for. Because mm -hmm. a lot of relationships could ideally be saved if you come in up front telling them who you are. Mm -hmm what it is that you're looking for, the type of person that you want to be with the type of person you are, knowing who you are, would ultimately not waste each other's time if you guys aren't going to click. Exactly. And that makes a lot of sense. So, like, we've been talking a lot about, like, understanding who you are as a person. So, Jamara, I want to know, how is it that you think uh, men specifically could go about understanding themselves like with the climate of america today um being a person of color and knowing what men of color go through what how do you figure um you could help or do you think men should be able to um be clear on who they are and what they want 
Yeah, it's a, ooh, it's a bunch of different ways I can go with this. Where do I begin? I'm um, right there with you, bro. I was just thinking about the question <laughs> she was asking. I was like, man. Man, I, man, I got a couple bullet points, but I'm going to say one that's just going to shake shit up real quick. Don't snap. We probably okay. on the no, same. We probably on the same. Okay. I'm, I'm about to say shake some shit up real quick. Mm-hmm. So if you are a man, I feel like as far as knowing yourself and holding yourself accountable, if you know this is going to change, look, this is going to change the world right now. This is what I'm saying. This is message to all men. If you know, if you know you don't want to be in a committed, faithful relationship, once again, if you know you do not want to be in a committed, faithful relationship, do not put that energy upon a woman or to give her that 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 vibe that that's what you want. If you know that's what you don't really want, so don't try to be in a committed, faithful relationship if that's not what you want because then you're just going to end up cheating. And then we have more conflict and chaos within the relationship. Fellas, it's okay to tell a woman, I want to deal with multiple women. It's okay to stand in that. Because guess what? I do it and I've done it. And guess what? You might just find a female that's cool with that. Believe it or not. You'll find one. I might. You'll find one. If that's the direction you want to go in, you need to be clear. And you got to let women understand what they're getting themselves into. So don't try to play the I want to be faithful role. If you know you don't want to be faithful, and guess what? If you if you want to deal with multiple women, fellas, it's okay. You just got to keep it real at all times. Mm-hmm. So don't feel guilty about how you feel and the way you want to move in a relationship. But I do want to tell y'all to be honest with these women that you're dealing with, and you never know what type of response you might get. Guess what? You might get a response like, hey, you know what? I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a girl, too. And that's really going to blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to piggyback off my man, too. Um, I feel like, you know. Yes, by the way, I was uh, not to. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You, that was uh, polyamory. Okay. All right. Yes, Put sir. that out Y'all there. <laughs> I feel like um, just piggybacking off of it, the responsibility really lies on both parties, but speaking to men as far as like, you know, having that self-awareness and everything like that, getting back to the original question. um, I feel like experience is the best teacher. So when you get to a certain age, depending on who you're around and everything like that, I feel like, um, I want to say like 19 to about 23, 24, you kind of had your fun or, you know, did whatever you were doing. And, um, like you said, if you don't want to be in a committed relationship, committed, faithful relationship, it's okay to say that. I feel like for girls, too, um, a lot of girls just kind of like to see how things go. And they kind of just guess the direction it's going to go in. When they might know what they want at the situation themselves, too. And that'll kind of frustrate us because then we're, we're over here playing this one game, trying to get with them. But then it's a whole back and forth thing. Somebody going to get frustrated and then it's just not going to work out. And now we're on to the next person. But I feel like if everybody just comes to the table with their stipulations, like, look, this is what I want. X, Y, and Z. Like, are you cool with that? If not, we can be cool. If not, then, you know, if it is, then, you know, it is what it is. But um, I feel like girls and guys should do that same thing. Um, I feel like I want to put it a little bit more on the ladies because what happens is when they, when we get into relationships, there's always like, I feel like there's always some type of disagreement or argument that comes at some point where it's like, um, well, I want this and the guy is either unaware 
of how to give the girl what she wants specifically or it's just not being communicated well when if it's just said clearly from the jump then you wouldn't have those problems because you already know what to expect from that person i think one thing that i do want to point out um i was actually having this conversation with my mom um yesterday and it was about culture and identity and i went through a personal development training a few years ago and I sat on that stage and they just kept asking me the question, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And being a writer, being a poet, being somebody who likes words and etymology and all that cool stuff, it, it dawned on me. I was like, if words are metaphors for things that we don't understand, then how is it that every time somebody asks, who are you? My answer is a what. It's a name. It's a country. It's a job. It's where I live. You know what I'm saying? What other words are there to describe who I am? And there aren't any that I could think of. It's always a what. If I ask you who you are right now, what would you say, Trey? What would you say? I'm the greatest. Like, no, <laughs> we got the greatest tray, you know. So it's like you, you start going towards like adjectives, adjectives like yeah. great no, and same. amazing. No, I don't. And I, I would say this. I, the reason I don't because the same adjective you give one person to say as to somebody else can get something, you know, to describe themselves. Not y'all just two of the same people. So when people ask me who I am, I'm sitting I'm just me. <laughs> That's, I mean, there's a uh, shit. That's all I can say. I'm, I'm just me. And what what my what I got to that is like, mind you, I was asked this question at like in my twenties, my mid twenties, and my what I figured out was literally I am. You know what I'm saying? And when you read that in the Bible, you think that's only reserved for God because it's the great I am. And you're like, oh, I can't say that. But how do you start off answering that question? Well, I am me. I am the greatest. Like, you know what I'm saying? So what I realized was that I am possibilities. I am a slew of possibilities. I am many different ways. You have layers, you know what I'm saying? Like an onion. I got layers like a parfait, you know what I'm saying? And it's like at any given time, I can be A. Or I could be B, or I could be F, or I could be Z, <laughs> because I am open to all these other possibilities. I can be whatever it is that I choose to at any given time. And so when it comes to identity, I think part of the issue is um, us being put into a box and people uh, constantly trying to tell you who you are. You have yeah. media mm -hmm. trying to tell you who you are. You have little white boxes on job applications trying to tell you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Everything about us is put into mm -hmm. these literal boxes. The school system. And um, it fucks with your mental a little it bit, do. you know, when it comes to identity and being a person of color. Um, I find that identity is a hard thing to grasp sometimes because... If you're born in America and you're African-American, um, nine times out of ten, you don't know what actual country your uh, ancestors are from. 
Um, so there goes your land <laughs> to identify with. And then you look at Christianity or Catholicism or what, however religion you decide. And then you look back and how many people look like you, you know, in those religions. And it's like, well, damn, that's out. You know what I'm saying? I can't really identify with that religion. I can't really identify with that land. All I really have is my family. And then you look at family dynamics for a lot of black folks, broken. So we can't really, you know, identify with that all the time. So then it's like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And having to carry that question without really deciding for yourself, this is who Jamaro is. This is who Trey is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you don't have that conversation with yourself, there's no way that you're going to go into a relationship 100% sure about who you are. And I think part of... Um, having this conversation is having people be real with themselves and say, you know what, there's parts of me that I haven't explored. There's parts of me that I'm not aware of or that I've hidden Mm -hmm. because I'm scared to go there or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? And when you're in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship, it's just a matter of clearly communicating that. Listen, this is what I know about me. And if we do this thing, you got to be open to learning some new stuff about me that I probably didn't know. And I'm going to pause you right there. And it's even a such thing as realizing that later on in a relationship. Of course. After y'all agree to it. But in that instant, it's still, although it may feel wrong, and you may not sit well with you, but you feel it. You feel it, you know, the right thing to do. You have to be honest. Honesty is key. Mm-hmm. Honesty, at the end of the day, honesty will save both of y'all honesty and communication. I think it's honesty, but it's also transparency. transparency and not just yeah. with the other person, but yeah. with yourself. Because yeah. I could be honest with you about a lie that I told myself that mm-hmm. I now believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what be fucking people up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I ain't got no baggage. I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I'm straight. And then down the line, like, bro, you told me you were straight like I believed you. Yeah. <laughs> What's all it is? Now you're depressed. Like, I mean, that, that, that that comes to realize that they're not so, as good as they let on. So they might have thought that they was good at one point. Yeah. But considering the circumstances of what they they went, they went through and what they've been exposed to with that significant other, you know, yeah. they realize more than that. And I mean, I've had that situation with friends so too. Together. Yeah. You know, where I, I, I'm at the point in my personal growth where my reading between the lines is like with a magnifying glass now. Mm-hmm. Like, I see... Like, oh, that's what you said, but I heard what you didn't to the point say. To where you look for it at this point. Well, even looking oh, for it or not, it's like it shows up. You know, right. I, I notice, I notice things, and right. then when I bring it up to my friends, like, okay, I just want you to notice that blah 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 blah, and then they be like, oh well, right. <laughs> you know. And so yeah. sometimes you get to the point where you're tired, and even though you love that person. And I think a lot of people have reached that point in a relationship, whether it's intimate with a lover or a friend or family, you know, where it's like, dude, like I've been holding the mirror up to your face all this time and you still don't see. My arms is tired. I got to go. <laughs> and it's like, that's the part where I feel like a lot of us are now uh, where we're like, you know what, let me turn that mirror on myself and get intimate with that person. Because I can't control what you looking at. I can't control what you thinking about, what you seeing. All I can control is me. So let me work on me being my 100. 
That's so when point. I meet that other person, if you single, you know, if I meet that other person, mm-hmm. shoot, you better be at your 100 too because I worked on mine. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a standard. And I think that just comes with getting older. And that's what leads me back into touching on what uh, he was saying before as far as roles and what should be defined and all those other things. Like, um, I'm real free-spirited, so my, my take on it, and, I'm, and I'm, I believe in polyamory as well, so I'm just kind of give you a clarification where I'm coming from. But I believe the only definite role that should be defined between the man and the woman is the only role that there is that we know that works as reproduction. Other than that, there is... There should be no expectations needed to be had. Like, oh, you should do this for the sake of this. Those are traditional teachings. And we all know traditional teachings aren't necessarily right because at one point in time, slavery endorsed, I mean, Christianity endorsed slavery. And we, we all thought that was the thing. And people still practice those religious practices. But we're not going to get into that. But anyway, but just because something's been done one way for a long time doesn't make it law. So I'm a firm believer in establishing... Just like taking one another for who they are and not really coming into something like, oh, uh, I've been taught this way and this way, so this way it has to be you do this, do this, do this, do this. No, that's when shit becomes very erratic. Like, how you gonna come into a situation telling me what I'm about to do? So, anyway, mm-hmm. my take on it is that, uh, so yeah, sort of what you was talking about, understand that the role. The role being that there is no definite role, but just understand that they're coming to, coming to it. No, I'm saying coming to it knowing what, what you is. want out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What and, role you want exactly and build on and that instead mm-hmm. of coming to it like I want this, I want that. So this is how I gotta be. That's yeah. where shit gets rocky. But yeah, so I appreciate that. We're we're gonna um take a small little break in our uh our discussion here. We're having a very good conversation with Jamira Mercer. At Mercer Millions on Instagram. Um, he's tuning in with us to talk about how women are the responsibility of men. But you know what? After this break, we're going to flip it a little bit um, and talk about how um, men are the responsibility of women as well. So um, tune back in in a little while. We're going to go on a quick, quick break. We'll be right back. This is the OMR Show. I'm Queen X. We got Trey Money and DJ What's Deuce money? over here. Uh, we got Snake here chilling with us. So it's going to be all good and gravy. We'll be right back.
Alright you guys, so I got one more question. But before I bring it up, I want to remind y'all who y'all listening to. This is the OMR show. The bridge. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I'm Queen Next. We got DJ Deuce, DJ Trey Monday. Uh, can you give us your Instagram again? Shanae Monique. C H E N A I. No one's ever heard it spelled that way, but that's how it's spelled. Shanae in a regular Monique. Are you French? Aspiring actress and model. Plus size model out here, you know. Zumba instructor. Hey, so um, he's over here giving us some bars talking about um, responsibility. Earlier in the show, we talked about how women are the responsibility of men, and we mentioned gender roles. So, with all that being said, I kind of have a quick question. I feel like gender roles wouldn't necessarily be a problem today if women were properly edified in the beginning. Think about that. I think they were. Well, in the beginning, beginning, yes. But in what I say beginning, I mean like in the last couple of centuries. Because I know that we have matriarchal societies back on the motherland and all that other cool stuff. However, when we, I don't want to say we came over here because we was already here. But when we was colonized, you know, over here, you know, it became a patriarchal society. And then women didn't have no rights. They were property. They were this. They were that. And it seemed like only the people of esteem really knew how to um, value women. You know what I mean? Like, they were, uh, women knew how to inform their men about politics and how to, you know, uh, navigate through the, the social climate mm-hmm. and figure mm-hmm. stuff out, and then they would strategize together, and it was a partnership. Whereas in the lower classes, you know, they they thought that oh, you know, this is they just that's property, and they need to do this. So I mm-hmm. gotta I gotta have a heavy hand, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do that. And so it's just the perception. But even of in higher, that, even in higher tiers of relationship, they still women were still limited. In certain yeah, they ways. were, and that's so what I mean. So, they, like, it, yeah, they were, they were women with more rights than the less women, but they still had no rights. They were still limited. exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So, even though they right. had, um, you know, a little bit more leeway at the end of the day, they I don't think they were properly edified, mm-hmm. and if they were, I I strongly believe that women would be more than more than happy. To submit to the leadership of the male figure. Can I, can I can I chime in on that? Of course. Women are not interested in the men that will properly edify them. Today. Right. Initially. But what I was saying was, I think that if they were properly edified in the beginning, 
those centuries ago, it and it wouldn't have gotten to where it is now, yeah. to where it's like, fuck a dude. Like, <laughs> oh, you well, trying to lead like, me? Like, that's like so much. Like, it's so. There are a lot of variables that go into that. It's a lot of variables that go into that. Yeah, because it's like you got, and especially in the black community, I feel like the biggest thing with the edification of a, a black woman is I feel like our biggest disconnect is when, uh, in like the 70s and 80s, when a lot of our men went to jail. Mm-hmm. And then the women had to like run the household. But that was, I'm not, that was kind of like out of our control. That was like a society yeah. Yeah. that was put upon us in like a pre-made plan that disrupted the black and the black mm-hmm. household. And so then it's like after we get shaken up by taking all the men out of the household, it's just like a big generational gap of men didn't know how to edify a woman, didn't know how to care for a woman, didn't know even how to be a man because we was at war with society. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's Constantly. like that, that can go so, 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 so deep. You know what I'm saying? And go so many different ways. But what we can talk about just to kind of switch it up is like what we can do like today as far as the edification, but what I see today, um, and of course, if this is a product of what happened in the past, like you said, but what I see today is women aren't interested in the men that will properly uplift them. It's not a desirable thing for a woman, like, a on the for forefront, that. y'all gonna say, yeah, we want this, we want this, but in reality, the dudes that's uplifting women and telling them good things about themselves and being a good man, these dudes aren't interesting to women. I think, um, I mean, I don't know about the interest, but I do know that the trust is yeah, not that. there because we have an overabundance of women being taken advantage of in so many different levels. And it's just like, oh, okay, so you think I'm cute. What you want? What do you want from me? Because you, you want something but for you to be said. Right so there. that distrust. That the whole time. I know it doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. I think that that distrust is being so deeply rooted mm-hmm. to where when a woman gets edified, it's like, I might take it, but I'm only going to take it for surface because, you know that's what I'm saying? And that sucks. Skepticism. Like, it's not really easily handed over. Like, it's not it's not easily comprehended on the yeah, yeah. Because we don't know how to take sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, what a compliment. Women, all, most of the time, walk into the relationships already thinking they know what the fuck going on anyway, which ain't no room for interpretation. So that's why I say women do not. I don't think I've run into not one woman, one woman that believe that that men are caretaker of women. Not one woman believe that. I think women want because they don't give that. I, I think it's like, caveat. like oh, <laughs> it's a caveat. Women-and-I'm-putting-quotation-marks-up-women-want-that-guaranteed-but-with-when-we-present-that-it's-kind-of-like-taking-as-a-joke-like-you're-already-in-charge-anyway-I-think-it's-more-of-a-go-ahead-
this is where I'm gonna chime in. And I understand that you shouldn't have to do all that. You should. You should just. No, be, no, you no, should no. just be able to come in and should, you should but be able okay. to understand that that's like right. I got one nigga to be like, hold on, wait, wait. Javera got something to say. Well, go ahead, boy. So, so we gotta work extra because there was some fuck nigga before us exactly. that screwed up the situation. Yeah. This, this girl, like these women, is out here getting finessed. So it's like, why? How? How can they trust these dudes? Because you have they'll to put open in up. The word. You know what I'm saying? And they'll submit and they'll play this role and they'll get the shit finessed out of them several mm-hmm. times. And at the end of the day, as men, we good. Our mouthpiece is good. Our swag is good. And we put we putting spells on these women. And after a while, they be having their wall and their guard up. Mm-hmm. So this is why I put the accountability back on the men. Because it, these women have moments of submission. And these women have moments of playing these roles in the relationship. But they be getting fucked over a lot. Facts. Mm-hmm. I think it takes a special kind of person to... Um, a special kind of woman to approach a relationship... As if it's a, a clean slate, like it's a brand new situation. And and I'm speaking from experience where it's like, okay, listen, I realize that when you do this, I respond like that because of what this person has done. It's triggered. However, people like me who actually want people to work it out, you know what I'm saying? like. Technically, those are that's the way things should be. I know, but this is what I'm saying. There's, if I'm doing it, I know somebody else is out there doing it, and that's my thing. It's like you have. It takes a lot for a person to be vulnerable enough to even go there with you, and Mm -hmm. then to even still be fucked over Mm -hmm. and still be able to erase what the other dude did and bring a brand new person to the new situation and still get fucked over again. It's like, okay, it's so like the, the taking a advantage of... I haven't been a fuckboy, but what, this is what I will say on not even fuckboy's behalf, but just kind of looking at it as a, a, a bystander. Nobody's that dumb to where they don't notice red flags. So to say mm-hmm. that one time I got done wrong by a, a fuckboy, I've been moving this way accordingly. It's not really holding, you know, you're not holding yourself accountable at that point because red flags are, are apparent. No matter who the fuck you are, you see them. You, mm-hmm. People choose to ignore them shits. Yeah. And then proceed with it. This nigga still being himself from day one. You mm-hmm. still proceeding with it because you, you're coming into it because you, you're you thinking that you can change them. You know what I'm but saying? Here's so the who, thing. at the end of the day, who did who wrong? But I listen, it's not even about trying to change somebody. What I'm talking about are the people who say, oh, okay, this didn't work. All right, fine. Go. Next. And then you bring something new to the table because you've grown from the last situation, mm-hmm. trying not to have that hard wall around your heart. Mm-hmm. But imagine every time somebody leaves or breaks your heart or whatever, another brick is placed. Mm-hmm. And if you are hopeful, if you are a person who is seeking love, if you are a person who gives love and expects love back in some way, shape, or form, you're probably going to have a lot of bricks up. And it's going to take that one strong Samson to come in and knock it down. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's going to be somebody who's going to put in the work. Because while one person is not going to do it, somebody else will. so it's going to take that that one person that's going to be like you know what I see your walls and I'm going to raise you a hammer now what you know what I'm saying and those people do exist and that's that's where it comes comes back to the responsibility on men Um, I feel like when you get older you know 
casual dating becomes a thing of a past of the past, and you start really dating with the, with the intent intention. of some type of longevity uh, with people or with a person. And I feel like as a man, one, um, I think sometimes we shy away from like, for lack of a better word, like claiming your girl in the beginning. Because you have your speculations too as a man, but like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, if you at least had your mom, your grandma in the house, then you kind of know what type of woman that'll work for you. You feel me? And if you see that in that person, then that's when you ask yourself, and that's when you don't waste your time or her time. When you ask yourself this, you say, okay, am I willing to go through X, Y, and Z because I see this in her? And I really want that for not only myself, but I want that for her too. Because you can run into a situation where you're getting with the girl whose last three dudes have all cheated on her. That's not her fault necessarily. You don't know the complete dynamics mm-hmm. of what happened. Is it completely not her fault? You don't. You don't know. You don't know. But the fact that you're gonna sit there and make and make decision like, okay, I'm gonna still proceed with her, even though I know that she has her damage. Once you say, yes, I'm going to do that, you then don't have the right to really complain every step of the way when you're dealing with those different triggers, when she's communicating with you about what's going on and how certain things make her feel because you was like, no, I'm going to be with you. So you have to then take on that responsibility of being patient and just continue to move forward through those hard situations. Freedom to preach, boy. That is what it is, man. But if you do not want to do that, ain't nothing wrong with saying no. Yeah. And I think um, there's there's um, there's women out here who love men. Facts. There's black women out here who love black men. Mm-hmm. Love us. Me being one of them. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the when it comes to having an opportunity to create a safe space for a black man. To me, that's a privilege. That's like, you know Man. what? I got you. Let's go. Let's do this. Man. I got your back, your front, your top, bottom, sides, and all of that. Let's do this. And that's where the real and power honestly, black women come in. But honestly, that scares a lot of guys. Because they're it not does. ready for the responsibility of creating the space for me with that much or you know, uh, attention or love or, or care or whatever you want to call it. Space. Or maybe they don't have it at all. You they right. just never had the space, and they've just always had to be that type of person who got themselves. Like I feel like it's the situation with the fly in a glass bowl. You know what I'm saying? If you have a glass bowl over a fly, eventually that fly is only going to fly as high as that bowl is, even when you take the bowl off. So if I take the bowl off of this black man and I say, "You got all this space to be yourself, baby. Let's do this," and he stay right there in the center, not moving an mm-hmm. inch. It's like, it's come on, move your legs a little bit. Come on now. And I think that's that, some of the that traumas that black women have to deal with or anybody that's dated a black man has to deal with sometimes uh-huh. because it's like we have a lot of societal pressures that keep us down as people, period. Uh-huh. And being able to actually stretch, it's like, oh, shit, I can move and you still like me and it, you still respect me. and oh, it, This almost, is new. It's like, uncomfortable. <laughs> it's scary. It can run you off. Male it can scare you. It can but, scare you, but it, like I said, I feel like it take a special kind of person to be like, you know person. what, I see you growing. Let's grow. I'm going to add some more fertilizer to that so you can keep growing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But in return, you grow. If you're not ready to grow, she going to stay a little stuck. Man. Period, plain blank. Or just don't drag him through it. 
Grow on your, <laughs> grow on your own. <laughs> right, you right, right, right. Grow on your own. But I, I know for a fact that there's women out there that, um, and when I say keep a man, I really do mean like, you know, to keep, to have, to to really like um, nurture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that nurture can look many different ways because people need nurturing in different ways. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So you might have that one person that's always yelling, you know, versus that person that's always quiet, but as long as it works for that other person they with, then who are you to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just really think that um, at the end of the day, you know, it is us keeping each other, us creating a space for each other. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, after the way this conversation has gone, um, I can honestly say that I feel like Although there is responsibility for women to be 100 with themselves, to be um, clear on who they are and what they want, unfortunately, a lot of the responsibility is more skewed toward the men in the relationship. And I'm specifically talking about men and women relationships. I don't know nothing about lesbian relationships, gay relationships, bi relationships. Can't tell you about that. But from having a man and a woman be together... I think that uh, the responsibility to keep that relationship is skewed more toward the men. Sure. And that also informs the tradition of men being a leader. Say it again. Say what again? That last part. As far as something, 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 I think that <laughs> the, I say the responsibility should be put on the men. I said, I think the, the responsibility of keeping a relationship intact is more skewed on the men. Oh, has like history shows it has been. No, and like based on our true. conversation. Based, based on, on our conversation. Like, yes, it's the woman's yeah. responsibility to be 100 mm-hmm. and bring her 100 to the table. Mm-hmm. But I think um, in a male and female relationship, mm-hmm. the responsibility is more skewed, more so to the male to keep that. Um, based on our conversation, and that also in, goes in alignment with the tradition of the man being the leader in the relationship. J-Mo, you was about to say something? I was just saying, yeah, if the man is the leader, then he's, his responsibility does lie to to lay out the blueprint and the structure of the relationship if the man is the leader of the relationship. Do you think that that has more to do with preference these days? Like, if I'm, if I'm after, dating a guy... In, in these day and ages, we have a new revolution of uplifted, empowered women that either by habit want to run things in a relationship or by just this new dynamic of how they think, they feel like that's where they need to be. Um, but um, I don't feel like it, it leans towards either or uh, at this day and age. Cause like I said, we got this new wave of women that want to be dynamic, want to take that role. And I feel like that's dope because that's... Uh, Evolving our consciousness in this relationship. This is an evolution. It's something different, and different is not bad. Even though I'm more traditional, I'm not opposed to a woman being a leader in a relationship. And that's that. We got uh, Jamiro Mercer on the line. Uh, thank you for tuning in and dropping some insight with us. It was a very, a very good conversation. I think this one's going down in the books. Right next to monogamy. Hey, listen, if y'all ain't heard our monogamy episode, go ahead and finish this one. But go look at our very, very first episode about monogamy. We kind of break down what polygamy is. Uh, It was um, consensual non-monogamy and all those types of relationships. 
Um, pretty good episode. Um, again, I'm Queen X with the OMR show. Preach, pa 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 preach. Yes, indeed. Uh, we have Shanae Monique here. Can you go ahead and give your Instagram? Yes, Shanae Monique, C H E N A I M O N I Q U E. Tune in to my weekly live Zumba classes as of right now during quarantine. Zumba. <laughs> After Zumba. that, I might keep it up and just make a YouTube channel. Same. I haven't really thought about it that far because I usually teach at a gym. But you can always follow me and know where I'm posting. And me and DJ Deuce have some uh, ideas that we want to uh, get going with him DJing and me teaching classes. So stay tuned for that. Yes, and we Free got Trey Money. Trey Money, Westside Money. That's what Y'all I'm talking about. I already know about. what it is. Um, and DJ Deuce, tell us what's going on tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm actually mm-hmm. excited. It's a, a little taste, a little hint, a little tease. Little Speak up, brother. Let them know what it is, man. A little foreplay in my new uh, name. I'm launching for myself, DJ Produce. What? to the producing aspect now. So look out for my new mixtape, 420 mixtape. Happy... 420 Eve to all my stoners out there, <laughs> cannabis uh, influencers. But um, yeah, tomorrow, check it out. 10 a.m. PST, 420 Mix by DJ Do Dropping. Yes, I and um, I think we're going we're going to work some things out with uh, making sure Deuce premieres some of his stuff on the OMR show on Instagram. So make sure you guys follow us at the OMR show, T-H-E-O-M-R-S-H-O-W. Um, any last words for us before we close out, ladies and gentlemen? Just be thankful. Um, just, uh, you know, on my That's way out, just, uh, to sum everything up, I just feel like no. overall when it comes to relationships and men, with men and women, uh, just know that self-love is the priority. I feel like a lot of people put their priority on the love on the other person, but self-love and self-development and self-discovery Key. and self-awareness, it all comes with self. And when you are fulfilled with yourself, it's a lot easier for you to connect with people because you have a greater understanding of what you want and a greater understanding for yourself to communicate to your partner who you are and how you are. So just to backtrack, you know, with all of this stuff, the priority for men developing and women developing is self-love, self-care, self-development, and self-awareness. That's right. That's right. Um, Jamiro, uh, real quick, um, I know you are into Forex. You're helping me learn a little bit more about Forex, getting involved with investing. Um, you're a creator. Uh, our show is hosted by creators. Um, really quickly, can you tell them how to get more information on Forex and also more about your Karma Jar Challenge? Okay, well, I feed everything through my Instagram page, so Mercer Millions, so M-E-R-C-E-R, Millions. Uh, all my social media is first million, so it's very easy to find me. Uh, as far as the Karma Jar Challenge, um, uh, do I have time? To, what, what's our time like? Uh, you got about two minutes. Okay, so um, the Karma Jar Challenge was developed because uh, I wanted to open up a health and wellness uh, location in Los Angeles, basically to just be a resource to our community, and it would have like acupuncture, massage therapy, aromatherapy, just um, for different service of holistic healing and learning. And basically, everybody there would collect tips. But instead of collecting tips, uh, it would be like collecting karma. Because like, at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're giving good karma with these tips. But instead of like the practitioners and the healers and the workers actually taking that money as tips, um, I would actually have them collect it all together and find some type of algorithm or some type of way to deliver it back to the people. So let's just say if a massage therapist collected $100 in tips, maybe the fifth person of that day will get the karma jar. So how would you feel if you went to an establishment to get a haircut, a massage, 
go to a restaurant and they actually give you money. You know what I'm saying? So like you go to a restaurant, you tip your waiter, your waiter come back with a hundred dollars for you. Like, Hey, you got the karma jar for the day. So I wanted to do that. Um, and I'm still doing it, but I'm in the military, so I can't physically do it. So I just, I just created it electronically. So people send me donations via cash app and I collect the donations. I have a certain number that I want to get to. When I get to that number, I have a randomizer and I pick the winner and I've been giving away money on Instagram for the last week. So I pretty much gave away about uh, approximately about $250 so far. They range anywhere from $10 to $50. The more donations I get, the higher I can get as far as a winner. And the ultimate goal is to give somebody a million dollars, to bless somebody with a million dollars randomly. And it's going to be somebody who put money in a karma jar. So let's just say you give me a dollar today and you forget all about the karma jar and you look up and I'll pull up your house with a million dollar check. I want to really fuck up somebody's world like that. That's, <laughs> That's a nice little fuck up. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, want, I want to fuck the whole world up. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, your one dollar of good karma took you here. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's pretty dope. Um, I definitely want to implement the karma jar. I've definitely uh, donated. I think either today or yesterday, um, just because I really like the idea of the karma jar, and um, we haven't implemented that all the way with OMR show. But we did say in our last episode um, last week on our live that for our one thousandth follower, they will win two hundred dollars straight from us. Um, I'm putting in a hundred dollars. Um, two of my other co-hosts are putting in $50 a piece. So that's $200, okay, for the 1,000th follower on our Instagram at the OMR show. So whenever they're ready. If you guys implement your own karma jar or whatever you got, I'll always donate. So just let me know what's up. All right, will do. I like that. So with that, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the OMR show. Yes, indeed. I said this is the end of the OMR show. <laughs> yes, indeed. Nefertiti. We out of here. I'm Queen Nancy. We got Trey Money. We got DJ Deuce. We love y'all. Peace and hair grease. We out.